0: Brilliant Misfits, episode 41. A beautiful path that we're all on is just to really tap into who we are, not what we do, and let the who we are actually inform what we do. And so what we're creating is coming from a deeper, truer place, an aligned place of who we are and what we are. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful, and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Aisha Kennedy. Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits. I'm your host, Aisha Kennedy. Thank you for joining me today. I'm going to talk a little bit about um, my last episode with Ange de Mer, who who um, really talked a lot about using your intuition. And generally, we were talking about how to switch off the mind, switching your mind off and instead using your intuitive heart and how when we're able to do that that things just flow more effortlessly in our lives. So I've been talking with women and focusing a little bit this month, and I'll continue to focus on it because it's a fascinating subject to me. Intuition, creativity, and business, and how all those things weave together in a way that allows us to work in our business and for our business in a more intuitive way, in a more effortless, flowing way. So I want to just address that whole idea of using our intuitive heart rather than trying to figure things out in our heads. And I think that um, a lot of women that I know that are in the entrepreneurial path, creating businesses or established businesses, are really coming to that realization, implementation of following their intuition and finding that it is a much more natural thing For women to do, to use their intuition rather than to use their rational mind. So, whenever we feel fear or some sort of discomfort, which is going to happen inevitably when we stretch ourselves, when we take risks, and it's all part of that creative process, what happens is that we immediately switch into the mind. It just happens almost habitually, automatically. And the mind, which is wired for survival, will always come up with rational ideas and ways to um, move forward in a way that keeps you safe. So often it doesn't allow us that real creative expansion, creative leap that we would make if we were following our intuitive part, our intuition, or if you want to call it your intuitive heart, that when we move into the rational mind, it actually constrains us and constricts us and keeps us in a safe place, which is what the mind is wired to do. It's wired for survival. So I want to just propose that when you're feeling tired or struggling in your business, that you find more flow by tapping into your creativity, your creative self, and strengthening your intuition. Now on the last episode, and if you haven't listened to that, it's a delightful episode with Anj. We, we had a really good time. There were a lot of laughs, but there was a lot of deep wisdom that came forth. And really it was centered around that ability for us to bypass the rational mind and get more into the intuitive heart. Now Ange started out her life, her career as a corporate lawyer. So she had to use her her mind brilliantly and she has a brilliant mind. But what was missing in her life and what life was eventually pulling her towards was getting more into who she really is, not what she does, but who she really is. And I think that's a, a beautiful path that we're all on is just to really tap into who we are, not what we do and let the who we are actually inform what we do. And so what we're creating is coming from a deeper, truer place, an aligned place of um, who we are and what we are. So what she talked about was switching from corporate law into spiritual law. And she, what helped her do that was getting into art. And she said that doing art would help her switch her mind off. And I, I know that for a lot of us, Who have delved into creative endeavors, and they can be creative endeavors of all sorts. That what happens in those spaces where we're really enjoying ourselves and having fun, the mind does switch off. So, how do you start? Like, if you're someone who is very busy in the mind, or you know, you even have trouble sleeping because your mind is very, very active, like, how can you start? So, one of the ways that um, we shared together on the last episode, which I want to share with you because it's really important, is to find an activity, something that you can do that's really fun for you, that you enjoy, and that will help switch your mind off. Now, coloring in books have become really, really popular lately because it does help you to switch off your mind. You're just making these beautiful designs. They're not for everyone. I don't particularly enjoy coloring in books, but I know a lot of of people do. And I'm just suggesting that that might be a way to start for you to switch off your mind and do something creative and just see it might lead you into something else. Also, if you know, if you write, if you journal, that's another beautiful practice, just journaling and writing sort of stream of consciousness, it bypasses that sort of rational mind and you begin to write from a deeper part of you, and um, that can be a a wonderful exercise to switch off the rational mind and be able to expand into your creative self, into your intuitive heart space. So we talked about intuition, we talked about healing, and my favorite definition of healing is remembering who we really are. To me, that just sums it all up. What is healing about? when we talk about healing, what does it really mean? It means remembering who we really are. So it's healing the forgetting that we've lost the idea of who we are, and we've lost that connection to who we truly are, that connection to the divine. And healing ourselves and remembering who we are has a huge impact not just for us and in our own lives but it goes into the past into our ancestral line and heals our ancestors as well it goes forward in our line and heals our children as well we spoke about that on the episode and it's really fascinating to um, hear Anja's viewpoint on that and we also talked about what is intuition and Really, intuition is about, it requires that you be receptive. It's about receiving. It's about being in receptive mode. And so you receive things on a deeper level, a sort of knowing or however you receive intuition. And there are a lot of women. I have one coming up in the show who is going to talk about the four different types of intuition. And I can't wait to have her present that to you so that you start to get really in touch with your intuition and what that is. So she'll be on uh, next week talking about that. And please don't miss it because it's very valuable. If you want to get more into your intuition, you want to strengthen that intuitive muscle that we all have, then listen to her show. She gives you really practical ways to tune into what type of intuition you have and how you can use it in your life. Now, the universe always has your back. That phrase has come up a lot in my talks with women. And I think that when you receive information intuitively, then there comes in the element of trusting in it. Because often what we get, the information we get, the mind will jump in because the mind wants to stay in control and it will begin to doubt. It will begin to throw out all sorts of doubts about that information So receptivity and trust are like beautiful partners. You receive information and then you trust in it. You speak what comes forth, you write what comes forth, and the feeling, which is really important, the feeling tone of intuition is that there's this sense of absolute love or a sense of warmth. There is no fear in intuition, so you can really trust in What's the difference between intuition and just my mind throwing things up? So what happens when doubt creeps in? What can you do about that? What can you do to open your channel to receive the information from your soul, from spirit? So there are a few things I want to just throw out for you. Meditation is one thing that everyone talks about, but there are many different forms of meditation. So don't have an immediate picture that you need to sit cross-legged lotus position and close your eyes. I mean, meditation is just about being present with yourself. So if you're on a walk, you're present with yourself. I suggest that in any sort of form of meditation that you choose, that you do it alone. So, you know, do something that will bring you into a quiet space, a bit of solitude. It doesn't have to be very long. And so one of the things I want to suggest to you that when you get into your business or whatever you're creating in your life, that before you sit down to to start or to continue with your creation, that you do a very simple meditation to connect. And one of the simplest ways that I've seen around and that I practice myself is just to put your hands over your heart, the center of your chest, close your eyes Bring attention to that part of your body and then breathe consciously and really sense the feeling under your hands. It doesn't take very long. And within a few minutes, you come back into the presence of your body, back into connecting to the intuitive heart space and dropping out of the rational mind. So if you do this often, you'll start to really switch over from using your rational mind more than your intuitive heart so that you can use your intuitive heart More than your rational mind, and letting the rational mind be in service to your intuitive heart. So, I was talking about uh, to some friends of mine about how you know we have the rational mind and we have the intuitive heart, and I see them like the horse and the cart. The horse is the intuitive heart, and the cart is our rational mind, and very often. We put the cart before the horse. We do all the strategies, we do all the other things, and we decorate the cart, but the horse is behind it, so we can't actually get anywhere. So, in a sense, what I'm saying in that analogy is that, you know, put your intuitive heart before the cart, and then it'll guide you. The the intuitive heart will pull the cart, and the cart will be supporting you in what you're doing. It, it just makes more sense. A lot of times we do things back to front and we try to implement strategies without first connecting to our intuition and asking, well, how, what's the best way for me to do it? How can I do it that's in a way that's true to me? And this is all part of our misfit journey. So if you're a brilliant misfit, as I know that a lot of us are, we don't fit into the way things are doing. And yet, when you you sometimes get caught up in seeing that, oh, that's working for this person, I'm going to try and do that. But after a while, you do have to step into your own way of doing things, find your own way and do it in a way that makes sense to you, that really stretches you, that feels, lights you up, keeps you in alignment with the divine. So the other thing I want to just offer you as well is to, when you are able to find something creative that makes you happy and that nourishes your soul, and I did mention the coloring coloring in w- books work for a lot of people. When I spoke to Anj last episode, she talked about making mosaics and how that made her so happy. And she was creating beauty and she couldn't even believe what was happening and she felt like it was you know, she really got the essence of co creating because, of course, we never really create on our own. So there's always some other force that is coming through and helping us and guiding us in whatever we're creating. And when we open up to that even more fully, then what we see, it really does feel like it came from some other place and not just from us. And there is incredible beauty. So, her practice, when she felt stuck in her writing, was to make mosaics. And it switched off her mind. And after a while, when she sat down to write, it just flowed. So I just want to encourage you, if you're feeling stuck on your projects or whatever, that you find something else. Do a creative pivot. I like to call it a creative pivot, where you channel your energy in another direction that really is fun for you that you enjoy it can be really really simple doesn't have to be complex find something that you can do creatively that helps you get out of your mind and that you feel really nourished your soul feels really nourished in doing it and whatever you know is blocking you with the resistance begins to dissolve as you're doing this other thing and then you can go back to it with a really fresh approach and a more expanded space And one last thing that I want to mention today is, and I've probably mentioned it before many times, is that when you start a creation, it takes action to begin. So it's really important that you just start. You might have all these ideas, but it's important to just pick one and just start. Just begin. And when you do that, when you begin, which is an action, the next step and the next bit of writing the next piece for your online program, the next color or shape you need in your painting will be revealed to you. So I just want to really emphasize that, that just start, just begin, make a mess. And we talked about that in the last episode and I've talked about it before. Just making a mess when you start. Don't try to get it all right, just start. And if it's a mess and it looks chaotic, that's okay. And just open yourself up, feel, put your hands on your heart, feel into that intuitive space, and the next bit will come for you. It will show you. Your intuition will show you what's the next thing to do. And I really encourage you. I'm on the same journey with all of you. I'm in the exact same place. I am also really opening up to listening more to my intuitive heart and letting that be my guide and letting it be the horse that leads me And knows where it's going. And I'm going to be following that intuition and supporting it with my rational mind, with the structures and organization that it needs. So I want to encourage you to do that and get out there, keep creating, keep going. Um, If you get blocks and resistance and you really need help, seek out help. There's lots of help out there. There's wonderful groups. I have a group uh, on Facebook, a private group for women brilliant misfits, you're welcome to come and join. I'd love you to come and join and add your little piece of wisdom to our circle. And um, if you need help more on a personal level, then get in touch with me on my website, asiakennedy.com. And I have a lot of different coaching programs that I help creatives when they're getting stuck, when they're getting blocked, to open those gates, open the floodgates to let your creative ideas come out and blossom So until next week, as always, be true to you and be brilliant. Thank you for tuning in again. Love to you all. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits. And for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.